Hi, this is Orla Shinaway, friend of the Bradley Wiggins Show. Bradley is back later in the week from the Giro d'Italia. But before then, I thought I'd introduce you to our new podcast on Eurosport and Discovery, The Breakdown. It's a three-way chat with me, Greg Rutherford, and a series of elite athletes and celebrities or renowned figures from the wider world, breaking down the lessons they've learned from sport that have helped them achieve success and also to deal with the struggles in life universal to all of us. Our first episode is with the most successful sprinter in Tour de France history, Mark Cavendish. The Manxman sat down to chat to us before the Giro and was quite probably the most open, the most relaxed, the most fun and the most honest I've ever seen him in an interview. It was an absolute privilege. Cavendish spoke about his experience of depression, his joy at still getting to race and enjoy the fans, a very entertaining fight club initiation to the Wolf Pack, and the subject he has pretty much refused to talk about all season, the Tour de France, and his fears over a manufactured rivalry with teammate Fabio Jakobsen. It is such an insightful listen and watch because you can hear the podcast on this platform and wherever you get your podcasts, but you can also see the full interview on the Eurosport YouTube page or on Eurosport.com. So do check it out. The Breakdown with Orla Shinoui and Greg Rutherford. And don't forget to like and subscribe. So I want to talk about the thing that you don't want to talk about, Mark, and you can answer it however you like. But obviously, obviously, you're the most successful sprinter in the history of the Tour de France. You've come off the most incredible, incredible success at the Tour de France last year. So what about, so what about this year? We all know, I mean, we don't all know, obviously, listeners to this podcast might not know that in your team, there's also one of the best sprinters in the world and, 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 and your place at the Tour de France, even with an inevitability. Look, How do you deal with that? It's my job. Yeah. Look, I've based my whole career around the Tour de France. I love the Tour de France. I'd always dream of doing the Tour de France. But uh, even the last year, I was dreaming of the Tour de France. I didn't do it, you know. Um, last year, I wasn't doing it. But I prepared in case I was needed, and uh, that's just what it is as a professional. You got to take your your uh, things from it. But uh, it, it's quite good because we were talking before about journalists or people. Like it's 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 an easy story to make a, a am I or aren't I going? Is my teammate or is he not going? Mm-hmm. That's a, it's an easy story. Mm. It's a, it's quite a lazy story in my honest opinion because it's it's that easy, you know. Um, the one thing I like, Fabio and myself have supported each other so much the last years. Like, the last thing I want and the last thing he wants and the one thing that scares me about all this is for any sort of rivalry mm. to be created between us, you know? Because we've been there for each other. And uh, obviously... I only know that from experience, from knowing what what happens, you know? Like when uh, the press want to create a rivalry, it's not really that nice, you know? Mm. Um, 
And unfortunately, it does start to cause friction. And we're not like that. Yeah. And we don't want to be like that. And that's why I'm quite reluctant to talk about it because I don't want to fall out with a mate <laughs> because of something where it's because of something that's out of our control. Mm -hmm. But what's in my control is not talking about it. So those outside influences are out of my control, can't then affect it. Do, do, do you see what I mean? Well, people have to turn everything they possibly can, can't they? And it's an easy thing to turn into a rivalry, of yeah. course. So from that point of view, I guess the strength that you have is that if you know that it can't become that on one level, it's a great situation and position to find yourself in anyway. But also, like I would say that part of that, and this is a different way of looking at it, but part of it is people actually willing, but this spectre of the record really and I was saying to Greg when I started in cycling 2010 people were talking about the Eddie Merckx record to you then and that that blows my mind that you've had to deal with that or ignore it or whatever but just shut down his questions for 10 years but I think there's an awful lot of will and goodwill from people that actually want you to tick that off and then it's all done I know that yeah I'm but there's also like and I really feel it and I re really, really feel it. But there was that wheel in, in 2016. Mm. And I didn't do the tour. You know, I didn't for the next years after that. It's just one, if I can win 50 more stages of the tour, I want to win 50 more <laughs> stages of the tour. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me, you know. But on the same time, there's some people who like want Fabio to the tour. So that I'm not going the tour, not for Fabio to go and win the tour. Do you think you know? that there is? Yeah, that? for sure there is. What fans, media, or teams, or bit of both, bit of everything. Do you know? Don't get me wrong. Like we talked about before, it's that very small. Mm -hmm. It's a small demographic. It's like, like it's, it's that chip. It's, the, it's yeah. still that chip. It's that small demographic that does the biggest thing. Yeah, in your shoulder, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. It? Where's the heaviest? You know. But uh, I want whether it's. Whoever it goes that goes to tour, like all eight guys, every one of the 30 riders in our team will be glued. Okay, not 30 because eight of them are there, but the, the <laughs> other 22 will be glued screaming at the TV. You can guarantee that. You can guarantee that, you know? And uh, that's not right that there's a somebody else's narrative that isn't that, <laughs> do you know? It, it pisses me off in a way. And I'd rather just not talk about it. Then let's not. Yeah. I want to ask you about the Giro instead. What, how do you feel about going into the Giro this year? Um, I'm mean for it since 2013. Aww. Like I won the points jersey in 2013, nearly won it in 12. I think I lost it by like a point or something. I had that crash on the first day mm -hmm. in Denmark. And uh, some 13, we went for it, did it. And, but there's uh, such history for you with the Giro. Yeah, I love it. I love Italy. Obviously, I have a house in Italy. I spent many years here. I always did the Giro. But I know sometimes in, in the past, I'd do it as... I, I did it to win, but I knew I wouldn't finish it because I'd be more tired for the Tour de France. And then uh, I started to finish it. I didn't really like knowing I wasn't going to finish it. I'd rather carry, like carry on than I did in 12 and I did in 30 and I was always, I said one at the tour in 12 and 13, but I was tired from it, you know. And then Tour of California was at the same time and that became World Tour. And uh, 
I had a great relationship with the organizers. I had a good mark out in, in the States, and so I started doing this from California instead. And then that's not on now. Giro. Why not? <laughs> Are you looking forward to it? I am really looking forward to it, yeah. Um, in all honesty, I look forward to every race with this team. Like, I just being, just being away with my mates, you know? Um, but I'm 36 years old, and I feel like when I was younger again. 